Alright, so today I'm picking a question from our Shosho Hando and um, this question comes in from Gideon. Gideon wrote to us, I quote, he said, Hello, Karma. I've been wondering for a very long time what God expects of me. Could you kindly elaborate and give clarity on what God expects of us? Yes, Gideon, thank you so much for this amazing question. And uh, I'm sure in this episode, I would, I'll try and approach answering this question enthusiastically. So, Gideon, when you ask us that what does God expect of you, it is the same question that life is asking of me. It is the same question life is asking of you out there listening in right now. What does God expect of me? What does he expect of you? So, so I want you to pause for a while and ask yourself the same question. What does God expect of me? Gideon, I'll tell you what God expects of you is what God put in you. That is the principle. For example, um, my father, my father is a very successful farmer. And uh, he knows that if he plants beans, he will harvest beans in multiples and doubles. And if he plants maize, he will harvest maize in multiples and doubles. There is no any time and there will never be any time when he plants beans and harvests maize. It is impossible because if it happens, he will have violated the law of cause and effect, the law of karma, the law of uh, reaping and sowing. And remember that the whole world is governed by laws. And laws are not there to deter us from becoming what we are supposed to be, but they are there to help us become what we are supposed to be. So that is why if he plants maize, my father knows he will harvest maize, not beans. And if he plants beans, he will harvest beans. And to understand this principle very well, we need to go back and understand God and understand creation. You know very well that uh, there is, in Genesis chapter 1, God created man. And he said, let us create man in our own image and likeliness. Whereas in Genesis chapter 2, he comes back and gets soil and he breathes in the nostrils of this man and he becomes man. That means he formed. So the, the first man in Genesis chapter 1 is created. And the word create comes from a Hebrew word which is bara. Literally meaning creating out of nothing. So we were created in his image and likeliness out of nothing. 
Whereas the second man in Genesis chapter 2 was formed, was formed out of something that already existed, which is soil, which is God's breath, which is his inspiration. So to understand this better, you will find that um, in Genesis chapter 1, God created bara. That means the first man was created in his image and likeliness. And when we talk about this man that was created, we mean both male and female because it is in spirit. There is no uh, male or female. We are all one. When we go to Genesis chapter 2, we find that the man was made, which is asa, making out of something. So creation is out of nothing, whereas forming is out of something. For example, in 1849, Antonio Mercy invented the first telephone. That means he created out of nothing because there was nothing like a telephone at that time. So he created a telephone. Whereas five years later, in 1852, Alexander Graham Bell had his first patent of the first device or the first telephone which was created, remember, out of nothing. However, 124 years later, we see Motorola coming up with the first mobile phone in 1973. But this mobile phone, we can't say it was created. No, it was formed. Formed out of the first telephone that was invented by Antonio Mosi. So one was out of nothing, the telephone, while the mobile phone was out of the telephone. That means it was formed from something. And this is the same principle that life brings onto us. But what is the difference between these two men that God created and the other formed? Now you'll understand this. That will make you understand what God put in you for you to bring out. Now, the first man who has created this man means both the male and female, was created and he became a living soul. He became a life-having person. Whereas the second man that God made out of soil and out of his inspiration became a life-giving spirit. What God expects of you is dominion but dominion is an effect it comes after you've done something and what is that that you're supposed to do so that you can be fruitful so that you can subdue so that you can increase so that you can fill the world that means you have to be a life giving spirit now you have to give in leadership we know that to get power, you must give away power. And we very well know that givers never lack. Now, because you have that within you, you need to give it out. It is the very principle that Jesus understood best. Wherever he went, whoever he met, did not leave them the way he met them. The deaf would hear. The lame would walk, the dead would arise, and the blind will see. Even when he was on the lake in Galilee, 
with John and James on the waters and the storm came. He had to command the storm to be still, to be at peace. And he did this because that's what he is and that is what God expects of us. So God expects of you to love because you are loving. God expects of you to be peaceful because you are peace. God expects of you to be joyful or to give out joy because you are joy. God expects of you to be perfect. That means whatever you produce, you create, should be perfect because the Bible commands us to be perfect for our Father is perfect. Which literally means that because we are life-giving spirits, all we are supposed to do is to give. Give and giving starts from your consciousness of being. Whatever you see on this planet today, was an idea in the mind of a dreamer who gave it out to the universe, who manifested it, who never sat down, but rather worked tirelessly to have it manifest. So everything you see is out of giving. And because we are giving spirits, we need to give love, to give peace, to give joy, and to be perfect for our Father is perfect. So Gideon, I'm now positive that you know what God expects of you. Let us make it a priority to give that that we have onto the world. You, 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 you are highly blessed and highly favored. Thank you for listening in to the Conscious Awareness and Mind Growth Academy. Multiply your blessings by sharing these episodes with your friends and, and watch the power of the Trinity work in you, through you and by you.